from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Live. HC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the mask hockey shops. Visit any of our locations or go to behindthemask.com or in line. Kissy Ray's Barbecue for lunch or before the game. The best barbecue, Las Vegas style. Caesars Entertainment Resort casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation stations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. By the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. And by College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. Anyone who may be joining us tonight on this Sunday night. With you tonight in Egan, Minnesota, just outside a beautiful Panera restaurant. Panera Bread restaurant. How about that? My co host is always Paul Hersey, and me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, where it's got one eye on the New York Giants and the other eye on the uh, podcast, and uh, probably a land shark, probably some summer skates. Probably got the servants serving up or curves today. Well, you got a couple of things right this time, so you're you're getting you're get you're you're getting there. I do have my summer skates on. Are you muted? Why can't I hear? Yeah, I'm watching the Giants. <laughs> okay. And the hors d'oeuvres, or you got the one eye on the Giants? No, no, no! I got the. I'm watching the Giants game while we talk. Uh, you had to know that. Although I'm probably better off not watching it, to be honest. But that's just neither here nor there. <laughs> How did your New York Mets do today in the uh, Twin Cities? Oh, uh, they actually won a game. Nice, nice. Uh, the Vikings didn't do so well. Uh, they um, felt Buccaneers. Arizona Cardinals loss of matters, and the um, Giants are doing how? Uh, well, they the only. I mean, they just screwed up a drive. They were like inside the fifteen and screwed it up. So now they're going to settle for a field goal after. Oh, I, let me correct myself. Uh, a blocked field goal attempt. Um, now that the <laughs> yeah, after having the ball for the first eight minutes of the game. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so we're going to talk hockey in a minute, but I also have to dig in and ask you about your Arizona State Sun Devil football team. What about? Uh, came up a little short, but right. what, what What was your thoughts playing Oklahoma State? Uh, I think you got what you get when you play a true freshman quarterback. Yep. Um, 
you know. I saw uh, some comments I'm, afterwards where he said he admitted too that he could have played much better, at least in the second half. Listen, he's a true freshman. It is what it is. He's not the reason they lost. He wouldn't have been the reason that they, you know, the sole reason they lost. Wouldn't have been the sole reason that they won. Um, there were several other players, and there were several other times where plays needed to be made and weren't. And that's just the way it is. You know, it's just the well, way. Well, let's not forget, new head coach, um, uh, kind of a whole new regime, new players. I mean, it, it takes a little time to get things rolling, and Oklahoma State's not, not just a, a pushover. No, they're a good team. Um, they have been for a long time. And um, Oklahoma State and, 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 uh, and say, for example, Utah have become uh, that example of, you know, c- consistently good. Maybe not great, but consistently good and always around that top 10-ish, top 15-ish on a yearly basis. And that's really what you need. That's really what you want, you know, um, to strive for that consistency. ASU has not had that consistency in decades. So, um, you know. Uh, yeah, good Frank point. Days okay, let's get back. Gone. All right, well. But uh, the, it right. didn't well, look like a good crowd. Right, hold on. It, it didn't no, look like a good crowd. crowd. Is sure. that fair? Um, well, especially at 103. <laughs> All right, I'll nothing say this. in the desert. 103? I'll, I'll say this. Because I'll, I'll um, apparently, L.A. to Phoenix is too far a trip to make for the folks at Fox Sports. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a 45-minute flight. Uh, apparently, they were calling the game remotely. That's embarrassing, Fox. <laughs> that is completely embarrassing. This is not not to bring politics into this because I'm not doing that, but this is not the there were there were 50,000 people in the building. Okay? If you don't want those guys to fly, make them drive. I don't care. It's embarrassing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one rant way, down. <laughs> no, one one down, one to go. And by the way, just so you know, eventually you'll be opening up the show saying um, not on Long Island, but apparently I'm 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 probably better off moving to Edmonton because <laughs> apparently that's Why? the only way. Why do you say Edmonton? Because apparently that's the only way you can get a direct flight to Minneapolis. <laughs> no, you can also get one from LAX. Can you? Well, which makes yeah. perfect sense because now, and I say this because. We had our issues last year and Phoenix, Minneapolis. Well, but yeah, but again, that's still a five-hour flight, no matter how you look at it. It's across the country and so forth and so on. Okay, um, but I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. Yes, I do listen to other podcasts. What was that? 
No, I said, where is the five-hour flight from? Um, from New York to Phoenix is a five-hour flight. Oh, I thought you were talking Phoenix to Minneapolis. No, 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 no. And LAX to Minneapolis. No, no, no. I don't know how long. No, no, no. Okay. But we're sitting here, and I'm listening. Like I said, I'm listening to another podcast. It was not a sports-related podcast. It was a Doctor Who-related podcast. And actually, the podcast that made me actually pay attention to other podcasts, because... But that's a long story. And one of the hosts says, yeah, I'm, I might go to the Chicago convention this year because they're back to having direct flights from Edmonton to Minneapolis. And I was like, what? I, I, I literally screamed my head off. I was in the car, so nobody could hear me. But I'm just saying. <laughs> the whole yeah, maybe they did. I don't know, but nobody turned and looked. So, um, any other thing? Um, and then we can really get to hockey. Yeah, don't run. Now, anyway, I'm, I'm, you're breaking up on me a little bit, and I'll just say this, and then I guess we can take a break and then actually get to hockey. Um, they finished U.S. Open today, and normally I'm not much of a tennis guy, but just watching the tennis this year and remembering the game a little bit from when I was younger, and over, it's better now than ever, and. It used to be where the where the men just used to hit a serve, and it was if you could return the serve at all, you might have a shot to win the point. Now they have long hour. Now they have volleys that are as long, if not longer, than the women. And it is it was unbelievable. Uh, if you're a sports fan at all and you watched any of it, you saw how great it was. And this might be the best era of tennis ever. I'm done now. We can take a break and go to hockey. Or whatever. What? Well, let's see if we got this figured out here, so we're not delaying. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Um, then you're just making points with Joey Decord. That's what you're doing. Talking well, tennis. Well, that's, listen, deal. listen. If Joey, if Joey wants to come on and talk tennis, where well, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. We're not taking a break yet, anyway. Um, by the as way, long as we're connected. By the way, yeah. Speaking of Joey. I I don't I only saw it once, but when you search for gifs to to send in text messages, I I only found it once. It showed up and it and and it was a a gif of Joey Decord. I haven't been able to find it since. <laughs> was he wearing the pitchfork or wearing the Seattle? No, no, no or he was just basically a head, it was basically just a headshot. But I recognized, <laughs> it, obviously. Ah, love it, love. It. There's probably a few of those now. Well, I don't know. I've seen his helmet, and, I, and you told me there's a, a Sparky on there somewhere. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah. Every one. He's never had one without. But I, I haven't seen it. I was, I've was. i looked at the pictures like four times. 
Well, and you I'm, need to look maybe another 96 more until you get to 100. Well, I'm just old. And my <laughs> eyes are shot. So Anyway, um, so here in Minneapolis-St. Paul at the right. Blaine-Schwan Super Rink, um, they're going to host a whole mess. Yeah, I'll say a whole mess of NAHL teams starting Wednesday, the 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. Uh, I was confused. I thought they were playing this last weekend. They were not. They are arriving here and playing 13, 14, 15, 16 of September. So uh, the coaches from the NCHC that, that come in for media day on Wednesday, I got a feeling some of them are going to sneak on over to, to Blaine, which is about, I don't know, 30 minutes uh, uh, from downtown St. Paul. By the way, just so you know, when you say a lot, you're right. It is a lot. It's all of them. Yeah, every team. I I looked at that schedule, Paul. Is it like 16 games per day? I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of browsing through it. <laughs> um, but um, well, they talked. They talked about 75 NCAA scholarships given out to players in the Null right now. Well, that's just that's a ton. Yeah, that's a ton. I mean, that's I mean, I don't I don't know what the. um, The. You know, the 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 numbers are, I mean. In terms of, you know, what's that up from, because obviously it's up, but. you know, it's it's it is obviously uh, becoming known for more than just goalies in that league. And by the way, not only do you have every team playing whatever two or three two games, I guess each team is playing two games on on each day. Um, our friends in El Paso from El Paso are playing against the National Development Team program in one game. And uh, the Ice Wolves from New Mexico are playing uh, the National Development Team program on the next day. So uh, it's more than just those uh, 32 teams. So, And by the way, it's uh, the Schwann Super Rink, and it is a super facility. I mean, you, you can move around in there with a ton of people, and uh, you can see a lot of hockey uh, if you want to sit out there for, you know, a few hours on the 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. So 20th annual NAL Showcase, NAHL Showcase, uh, will be held, like I said, coming up. They they fashion it, Paul, as the greatest show on ice, and it very well could be. When oh, you listen. see all this talent on, on two or three or four ice rinks, pretty impressive. Well, you know, you've, you've got a situation where um... – where, like I said, more and more players are playing NCAA hockey from the NHL, um, and obviously not just at the Division One level. You know, you, you know, a bunch of Division Three players are on here, and you know, as as while the NCAA coaches will be at this, how many of the uh, the ACHA and AAU CHF coaches will be uh, downloading these games and watching these games and, um, you know, 
as they scour for players too. Well, in the press release that the uh, the NHL put out, they're saying that it attracts over 9,000 people in overall attendance over those four days, uh, including more than 330 professional college and junior scouts. So that means that there are a ton of people um, looking at players, and that gives a lot of opportunities to guys. Um, and we've seen it. We've seen some guys come out of the North American Hockey League and be very good, not just the goaltenders, but um, you know, you look at the at the guys that are uh, maybe maybe late bloomers, so to speak. And uh, the other thing, Paul, I think is really important with the North American Hockey League is the caliber of teams. There's a bunch of them, as you said, I think 32 now. And they are all very, very competitive. And that's because there's been a glut uh, of players coming in who are more talented each and every year. And uh, they push each other. So uh, every team now has pretty good balance. Right. And, and, and I, I, I believe that, again, like the USHL, the majority of these players are American-born players. And I, yeah, I think yeah, you're teams, correct. There are, teams, yeah, there are a few that come out from uh, from other places, but that's the majority of them. Right. So, um, and if you look at it, it shows uh, the growth of the game because while uh, these teams may not be professional teams and they may not be um, NCAA teams, they're still businesses. And if you look at the places where these teams are, we talk about growing the game. This is where this is where it happens, right? The Ice Wolves in New Mexico. Um, uh, you've got uh, the Rhinos in El Paso. The Rhinos in El Paso. You have uh, the Jackalopes in Odessa. Corpus Christi has a team, um, uh, Aberdeen has a team, uh, the Shreveport Mugbugs, we love that name. Uh, and know, that jersey, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Amarillo has a team. Uh, I mean, it's just, we're, we're looking at all these places. Oklahoma has a couple of different teams. Um, you know, so we're talking about, you know, when we talk about growing the game, this is a league that has teams all over the place. In those places that, you know, when you like I said, when you talk about growing the game, right? These are the small team, the small town teams, the 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 local teams where uh, that five and six year old you, that they're they're gonna you know grow up and be like, I love this team. Can we go more? And and think it's more along the lines of professional hockey. And this will be their first exposure to it. And this is where, you know, that kid might want to put on a pair of skates and learn how to play, and who knows. By the way, uh, I have a three-year-old grandson that's going to be putting on a pair of skates again. Uh, he tried it a little bit last year, but this year he's going to try it even more. Uh, going to Stillwater, to uh, the home of the ponies, and uh, doing some uh, skating lessons. Uh, the first thing you've got to learn. No, Stillwater, Minnesota, the home of the Cates brothers. In case you don't know, the superstars at the University of Minnesota Duluth. So, no, I'm I'm not familiar. You're not familiar with the Cates brothers? 
I am familiar with the Cates brothers. I'm not yeah, they're from Stillwater, Stillwater, Minnesota. I'm not familiar with that, no. Yeah, yeah. There's also a big prison there, so be good. Be good if you're in Stillwater. <laughs> I, I guess that would scare people, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> used to scare me. My parents used to say that all the time. You're If you're not good, we're going to send you to Stillwater. I'm going, oh, okay. good Lord. No, I don't want to go there. No, my, my parents used to just take out the wooden spoons, the belts, the hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah, they didn't about it. There were no threats. <laughs> it was action, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay, now let's take that break, and let's come back, and let's talk about uh, the Colorado Eagles uh, released their roster early for next weekend's um, AHL rookie face-off in Las Vegas. So let's talk about some guys, Paul, that I sent, them, sent you the list. I said, look these over, see if you see anybody I you know. I don't pay attention to anything you uh, tell me. <laughs> there's going to be more teams. Uh, there's six teams total, so the other five will begin to release their their rosters very, very soon. But I was pretty impressed with what the Colorado Eagles did, and it tells you. Um, I'll get to it in just a minute. Let's take that break. Here we are. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness gracious me. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. 
after a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the Summer Skate Studios, you're listening to ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey West Live. Indeed, you are listening to College Hockey West Live. It's our Sunday night staple. Soon, there will be hockey games to talk about. But right now, we are still in the preseason mode, the preparation mode, if you will. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Egan, Minnesota, just outside the Twin Cities. Another uh, pretty decent day in Egan for uh, for fall. Uh, our good friend Jess Myers put a tweet out the other day. He said, um, you know, if uh, if somebody can find me a place to live that's like September in Minnesota, let me know. I was easy, Paul. I told him Temecula, California. Really? Did he answer? <laughs> yeah. He gave me a thumbs up, I think. <laughs> okay. Paul Hornstein joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Paul, I told you this the other night. Uh, flipping through the whoa, channels whoa, whoa, at the whoa, hotel. Whoa, 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 whoa. palatial estate? Oh, okay. So I was getting to that. Um, so I'm flipping through the channels, and lo and behold, on 2020, uh, up pops a uh, series on the Long Island serial killer. And uh, they were taking us up and down the distress way and showing us Gilgo Beach. Is that how you pronounce it? Gilgo? Correct. Okay, Gilgo Beach and all these different areas. And I'm going like, man. I got to keep zooming in here and see if I see that palatial estate that has Paul Hornstein's name on it. No, well, never did. Good luck. Never no, did. Well, let me, first of all, yeah, okay. Let me, you know, the, yeah, yeah, okay. I just, there's no palatial estate here. Not, not, in this, <laughs> not, on, not at my address. You probably saw some palatial estates in that documentary, but they certainly weren't where I live. So the first thing I did was I had to text you and say, so, Paul, you ever been to Gilgo Beach? And your response was? I think I pa I've passed it a few times. Okay. I thought maybe that was the beach that you hung out at, but no? No. Okay. Just checking. People. Still got sharks out there, too, by the way? I have no idea. Huh. <laughs> You're back in school now anyway. you got no time for that. The only sharks you got time for are the Long Island University Sharks. Yeah, well, here is hoping. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so we talk a little bit about the Null Showcase coming up, but there's another big well, event. First of all, before you get okay. to that, go ahead. Uh, this is the question. That, I mean, I and I've tried to look a little bit on the interwebs, but why did they start this in the first place? I mean, somebody had to come up with this idea, and and when they did it, the the, the league was obviously much younger. I mean, this is 20 years now. Um, what was the the impetus to get this thing started? I think it was know? an op. I think it was, I, and I don't know this for facts. I haven't okay, asked I don't anybody either. that. But I think it was the fact of bringing the teams together in a common area, where they could they could 
you know, play a few games without having to spend a lot of travel time. Once you get here, you're here for the four days or five days or however long you're here. Right. And, uh, and it's, it's nice. You just go from one rink to the other and, uh, you get to see everybody. So it's truly a showcase. And I think they really like the way it kicks off the season for them. Gives them okay. a chance for, uh, for teams to, to play each other. Maybe some teams that won't play each other conference right. to conference, you know? Right. Well, um, there's, I guess each team is playing three or four games at some point here. Um, that's a lot of hockey in a short period of time. It is. But that's keep the, in mind, these guys are fresh. They're just coming off their camp. Oh, no, no, I get that. But that's almost um, ACHA national tournament-like. <laughs> yeah, very similar to that. Very similar to that. I was there last year and had a chance to witness it. And I thought it was pretty, was pretty pretty amazing. I've seen it in years past, but that's the first time with a full field like that that I've had a chance to see it. I thought a the uh, the Schwann rink did a really good job of uh, moving people around and, and and taking care of everybody. And and I thought the players did an excellent job of displaying themselves to not only the fans but the scouts, as we mentioned. So, okay. So on the flip side of that, Paul. Right. Those players will go to NCAA hockey, hopefully down the road, or a few of them will. Um, and then coming out of NCAA hockey, there's a number of players that are getting the opportunity to uh, get their feet wet as professionals, so to speak. And one of the biggest uh, rookie faceoff um, events, tournaments, if you want to call it that, uh, will be held this year again in Las Vegas. And uh, it'll feature six teams from the AHL Pacific Division, of course, which we covered. It'll be Colorado and Tucson. It'll right. be um, San Diego and Ontario. It will be um, San Jose and um, Henderson. So those teams will all gather this weekend. Um, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday it wraps up and uh, and play some games in the, uh, in the beautiful Las Vegas area, Summerlin. And I believe they're going to play a game or two in Henderson. So that'll be uh, fun. But when I was looking through the roster, and I told you this before we went to break, the Colorado Eagles released their roster. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a minute here. Um, there's some guys that I recognize. Um, let me throw one at you that kind of jumped out at me. And I said, who's this guy? Brian Yoon, the, the captain the former captain of the Colorado College Tigers. Stop that, please. It's made an appearance. It's embarrassing. <laughs> please stop. And, and he's also on defense with Kyle Mayhew, a pioneer. So we got pioneer and a tiger um, no, playing together. Well. That'll go over well. <laughs> Another name that jumped out at me, Paul, was uh, a bunch of guys from Minnesota and Boston. Yeah, that'll work out well. <laughs> you heard that before? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Not tonight, um, though. Mr. Stapley from uh, Denver makes an appearance on that roster as well. So what does that tell you? And then I mentioned a couple other guys. I, I mentioned Ryan Sandlin from uh, your favorite hockey team, the Mankato State Mavericks, or at least or at least your favorite goaltender played there. Well, listen, um, you know, but, I mean, uh, this is the first step, right? It's like, you know, it's like we know that uh, you have a situation where you, know, you can minor leagues, 
like they do in baseball, hockey does. Um, and these guys, you know, will get a chance to, to, to see where they stand, right? Um, again, a situation where uh, you have a bunch of teams in one place, right? And remember, you're not, even though, uh, and I'll use, uh, and I'll use, let's see, who do I, you know, and I'll use um, Mr. Sandlin as an example, right? He's, you know, going to be in this tournament for Colorado, right, for the Avalanche. Yeah, correct. The Eagles. The Eagles. Eagles slash Avalanche. Yeah, the the Colorado organization. Okay. But who's to say, remember, you know, how many, you know, this is where guys can show themselves again to other teams. You know, for purposes and those kinds of things. Without a doubt, this is a huge, huge uh, opportunity for them to show what they can do to. Not only their team, but other teams. Yeah, because, I mean, these are not first-round draft picks. No disrespect intended to any of them. They're just not. You know, we know the first-round picks get it. I don't want to say hand it to them because they don't. But they do get a certain advantage to start with because they are first- and second-round picks. So... Um, so you will see some of them, though, Paul. Like I think Logan Cooley will be uh, on that Tucson team. Uh, well, I haven't seen the rosters for anything other than uh, Colorado. Yeah, I haven't either. But I would not be a bit surprised because they they like to get even the the first round picks. They like to get their feet wet a little bit, um, and that's a great way to do it. It gets them a jump start on the regular training camp because once they finish this up, then they will jump into their regular training camp. Uh, with the big club. Well, I don't know why they don't, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess you, you got, you do it that way. You want to make sure that, uh, uh, at least if you're, even if you're not getting the minutes you might normally get, at least this way, uh, you're not, um, you're not a couple of steps behind because guys have more game conditioning. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. And it's going to be very interesting to watch uh, people who are playing on um, in, both in the L.A. organization and the Arizona organization because they're making that trip to Australia. Yeah. Yes, they are. Um, wow. I mean, that is, you know, that's not quite. I mean, that it's far beyond people going to Europe to play, which happens all the time. You know, you're talking about a six or seven hour difference. This is 18 or so hours different. And that, my friends, is actual real jet lag. You know, and you know, the other thing that I look at and I, I see a guy like Oscar Olison. I, he's not a college player, but he's been here. This is probably his third run at the rookie tournament. And he came in uh, to the Colorado organization as a big name, big prospect, big, big, big future ahead of him. And uh, he's doing it again. So sometimes 
uh, they make this a couple different times, but I, I was just impressed with the fact that um, the Colorado Eagles look a close look at free agents and picked up guys like Brett Stapley and uh, Kyle Mayhew and Brian Yoon. And I thought Brian Yoon was really one of the most underrated defensemen in all of the NCHC last year. Well, listen, we, we, we know that uh, CC's problem was not in their own end. And Yoon was the captain and the leader, especially, uh, you know, not just, you know, the team and the decor and, and the whole shooting match. But he got a lot of minutes on a team that was very good defensively. A lot of minutes and a lot of situations. He was power play, penalty kill. He was regular shift, okay. whatever they needed him. And, oh, by the way, did I mention he came back for his fifth year because he wanted to be a leader in that group? He wanted to help that group advance? Well, and he, he, he and we think he did. We'll no, no, we know. He told me that. Well, we'll, we'll still, yeah, listen, still got to prove it on the ice. And I'm not saying that they won't. Um, you know, we, we all expect them to take some more steps forward. Uh, but oh, it's because they're the Tigers. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so embarrassed. If Peter's listening, he's loving it every so second of it. Embarrassed. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. I wish I had all the, the teams... Um, it would be nice. I don't players. know why they're keeping it a secret. It, it's typical. They they usually come out. They'll come out this week, and they'll be scattered about here and there. But kudos to the Colorado Eagles for putting it out because when we see that list, and our own Stephen Marsh will be there for sure, there's a chance that I could make it for uh, Sunday and Monday. Um, but anyway, that, I just want to throw that out there. There's some NCAA action that's getting into the AHL. And I'll tell you right now, if it's anything like last year's rookie face-off, there will be some guys making their name that played in the NCAA. Well, listen, a third of the NHL played NCAA hockey. So this that, this shouldn't be any different. Nope, you are correct. And, and Vegas will do it right. They always do. Not that uh, other places haven't, but Vegas will do it right. It's a good experience for the guys. They get to be treated like like NHL players for the uh, the three or four or five days, however long they're there. So uh, it, it's really a good opportunity. And if you're a fan and you want to get out there, get out there and take a look at it because it's, uh, it's exciting. These are the next stars of the NHL coming your way. Very, very difficult uh, to get people to go to Vegas. Very difficult. <laughs> Nobody wants to go, do they? And there's no direct flights. You probably can't even get from Long no. Island. No. To, to Vegas on a direct no, flight. Probably not, no. <laughs> Where the heck is Long Island anyway? Is it just out in the middle of nowhere? Well, clearly it is. <laughs> it's on an island, literally. <sighs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I hope you're preparing for a possibility of a major hurricane. It sounds like it might be headed towards you. Well, we're already getting the effects of the swampiness. Not great. Great. That's my favorite type of weather. So anyway. Still beats the cold. I, I, yeah, it does. But uh, I wanted to bring that up and, and talk a little bit about that. We'll all keep our eyes on it. Like I said, our own Stephen Marsh will be there. I've already got a list for him uh, who he should be seeing if I don't get there. 
So we'll try to get some uh, short comments from a few of these guys and uh, tie it into NCAA hockey as well. I'm oh, sure. Um, in addition to that, the uh, the regular um, training camps will open up, as I said, after the rookie faceoff. So right. the uh, the rookies will get started, the NHL teams will get started, then the cuts will be made, and then the, uh, the AHL teams will really start to get in earnest and prepare for their uh, mid to late October um, home openers and, and openings. So lots of fun stuff. And like, so if you're a hockey fan, you've got to be uh, in tune to that. But the other thing, Paul, and we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now um, is. Hold on a second here. Just uh, What do you got? I don't, ha- I don't have the whole list. But, you know, for, uh, for San Jose, Magnus Crona will be one of the people. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Without I don't a know, doubt. They don't have the whole list, but you know, um, yeah, they have a. I, I found a couple, so just you know, just want to get there. Right, and I can also tell you. you, can I give you a couple of names from Tucson? Josh Doan. On purpose. And I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling that uh, Logan Cooley will be a part of that group. Well, we'll find out. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun, but there'll be a lot of talent in Las Vegas. Uh, just a notch below the NHL uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, so get out there, get to Semerlin, and uh, get a chance to uh, see some of the guys up close and personal. Nice. Okay. Should. As we have been talking about for the last couple of weeks, a lot of the uh, NCAA teams have now put in at least one week, some yeah. two, um, in pre- depending on when their school started, but – they're getting on the ice. There's a lot of social media stuff going around. Paul, is there anything that caught your eye uh, on the social media side of things um, from any team, really, but for the 10 teams in our coverage area that you saw that people were putting out there were kind of cool? Um, I, I set you up for ASU right away. What, with their, with their, <laughs> like their inner squad? Mm, <laughs> I was uh, talking like more view- about the freshmen getting measured. Oh, that thing? <laughs> oh, sorry. That's your, I, oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, me thinks that uh, some of those guys are not quite uh, listed as the heights and weights that they are on the 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 actual roster. <laughs> not that that's new uh, in sports by any means. Um. You know, uh, apparently Anthony Dowd was able to get measured with skates on. He grew. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's normally 5'9", but he was 5'11 when they measured him. As well, long as he didn't to... look down and see his skates. Well, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think they brought him in to be the physical defenseman. No, but you know who he reminds me of already? And this is some big, big shoes, big skates to fill. He reminds me an awful lot of one Brinson Passionate. Okay, stop it. I'm just saying, at this point in their career, they uh, if you were going to match them up side by side, they'd be pretty similar. All right, Brinson was a little bigger. A little bit, but not a lot. Okay, I... Uh, well, listen, uh, I, I, I'll say this, and obviously I want to see guys play, so... I, I I don't want to make it come across like, uh, like I, I, yeah. but you know he did come from 
the 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 the, 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 the he does have obviously NHL bloodlines. Okay, um, and last year, you know, put up about you know a lot of assists as a defenseman, four goals, thirty-five assists, um, playing for the Chicago Steel in the USHL, and. Um, that's not a roster you make easily. No. And I was just going to say that is a roster that Arizona State, among other teams, have their eyes on quite frequently. You'll see Chicago Steel and uh, Dubuque players um, coming to Arizona State. You know, when you look at that roster from Chicago, um, you know, it, it has pro- – it, it, it included um, – Next year's likely number one pick in Macklin Celebrini, who's heading to BU. Okay. Um, uh, Arizona born Jake Levanovich. Okay. Um, Who is now wearing the green and white of the North Dakota Fighting Hawks? Uh, Hawks? <laughs> oh, I thought they were something else. Let's go, Sue! Yeah, that's what I, you know, um, but, you know, if you're getting those kinds of, of minutes and those kinds of numbers on that team, and not only was he, did he have 39 points uh, over 60 games, he was also a plus five. So. Yeah, that, that means you're doing something right. Right. And like I said, on that roster. Um, you know, on, on that team, you know, usually if you're playing, if you're in that lineup every day, uh, you know, you're, you're, you are, uh, right there in terms of, uh, I don't want to say NCAA ready because obviously not all of those players are, but you see a lot of players go from that team to the NCAA just about every year. You certainly do. Um, I also wanted to mention again that the NCHC Media Day will be held uh, right here in the XL Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota, um, about 15-minute drive from where I'm at right now. Right. And um, the, the NCHC, as they always do, will release uh, their preseason uh, poll I believe it's – is it the players first or the poll first? I can't remember. I don't um, know what's the difference. So give it one of them will come out Monday. One will come out uh, Tuesday for the preseason all-conference. Uh, first the teams, I believe, then the players. And then Wednesday we'll get a chance to to catch up with the players or the, uh, the coaches and the captains or representatives from each team. So um, I'm looking forward to that because this year we have a number of teams. We've got North Dakota. We've got Omaha, we've got Denver, and we've got CC. All uh, all four of uh, the current eight members of the uh, NCHC will be there, nice and that'll stars. be a great opportunity for us to uh, chat, shall we say, with the coaches right. and and their either captain or representative. So I know Reese Gaber is going to be there. Right. I know Logan Will is going to be there from the Tigers. Please don't say uh, that. Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> Denver, 
Denver has a to-be-announced person coming in, and that's typically what they do because they like to bring somebody that everybody looks at and goes, oh, that's a captain, that's a captain, and they haven't made an official announcement, I don't believe. So we'll find out who the Pioneers are. I don't think all of the teams have. I think some have and some haven't. Yeah, yeah, but that's pretty typical of Denver. You don't get there to find out who that guy is until right before, and I mean right before. So uh, David Carl will be there. Uh, and Omaha, of course, will be there um, with a representative as well. I should know that one. I didn't see it. But um, it's a great opportunity to kind of get some candid uh, quotes, if you will. Um, everybody, of course, coming in with a perfect record at this point. So they're all very optimistic. And, you know, Media Day, one of the best in the NCHC, as you would expect, does it right. So I know Mike Schmidt is also going to be there doing a little seminar really? um, at the end of the, the day. And, uh, of course, Heather Weems, the commissioner, will give us a state of the NCHC meeting or uh, announcements or, um, I don't know. What am I looking for, Paul? What's that word? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, state of the union, so to speak? Yeah, state of the NCHC. And, somebody, and, somebody, and I'm sure somebody will ask them, when are you going to get team number 10? But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I wonder if anybody will ask them if they've got nine stars coming up on the logo. Well, they should. <laughs> Michael, Michael's That's ready to hill, slap Michael. me right now. Just by I don't it up. care. That's my hill, and I'm standing <laughs> on it. Get over it. <laughs> I love it. We always love when you find a hill to stand on. Did you have any more rants, by the way, or did we get both of them? I'm sure if you gave me time, I could think of more. <laughs> no, I'm, I, was, <laughs> I was just checking to see because I wanted to make sure we didn't miss any. If there are any rants out there that we needed to get uh, to get out there. But anyway. Um, so NCHC teams tomorrow. Yeah, true. And like we talked with, uh, Rick Zumble last week about, uh, his team, Paul, this might be the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The most competitive season among our 10 teams, because I can tell you right now, I don't know who the weak team is in our 10 that we cover. I'm, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Those not, size not, mean yeah, it, you no, can't well, find a weak one either. It's not fair. It's not a fair comparison. In what regards, other than the fact that some teams have been around longer than others? Well, that's the biggest thing. Well, I'll tell you right now that some of the youngest teams have uh, have really brought in some talented hockey players. And I think Lindenwood is going to surprise the heck out of teams. If they didn't last year, you better be prepared for them this year because I think they're going to be, uh, as Coach Zombo said, there's nothing wrong with 500. Well, no. I mean, you've got to be average before you can be, you know, really good. So Above average. Well, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> and we also know that, that one of the fun uh, really fun parts, I think, this season are going to be the goaltenders. Um, you know, from T.J. Semptonfelter at, at your alma mater to uh, to um, uh, Caden the Sponge and Barico playing for the Tigers. No, um, and your buddy uh, up at Omaha, Simon uh, Lacozzi. Yeah. I think he's going to be good, and I think the new goaltender, the new guy on the block at North Dakota. Well, we already know he's good. 
So I think when we look across the board, we've got uh, some really good goaltending, and we all know that championships start where, Paul? Oh, they start in the net. I mean, we know that. I mean, it's it's all it's <laughs> always about the goaltending. Right? That's where it play. starts, and then you the build game. from there. Okay, I, I also want to get uh, a few more comments in about uh, Arizona State because when I keep looking at their roster and that group of freshmen, how many of those freshmen, Paul, do you think are going to see some ice time this year? Because that that looked like a pretty solid class I was looking at. <sighs> Who knows? I mean, you're asking me to to, to play coach and. While I would love to do that, I am not 100% sure that, uh, you know, I'll sit there and have the same ideas. I don't know, uh, to be honest. You would think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of the eight, you'll probably see four of them play. I don't think you'll see the, uh, the freshman goalie Levy play. I'd be sh- if he's playing, the season's over. <laughs> no disrespect to Hank Yeah, Levy, thank you for saying that part of it. No disrespect that was pretty harsh. to Hank Levy. But, um, you know, un- un- unless, you know, I, I don't, I still don't, I, I don't think they have the football red shirt rules where you can play a couple of games and still red shirt. Um, because if he's playing, if he's dressing, that means that T.J. Semtenfelter and, and Gibson Homer are hurt. And that's not exactly a recipe for success. Okay, you brought that up, and I, I need to give it that too since we've got a couple minutes left here. How good is that tandem as you look at NCAA hockey? How many tandems are better than T.J. and Gibson? I don't know. I, mean, I don't think many. Well, I, I, I think they're in the top ten in the country. Well, they goaltending pro- tandem probably are. Uh, you know, I'd have to see who 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 came back from places. You know, I'd have to have a what, what about guys that left? We left Drew Camesso. You know, we know a lot of guys left. Yeah, Yanni I mean, Peretz. Right. I mean, but I'm talking about uh, you know you're talking about tandem. So now I got to look up everybody's backup goalies. So, I mean, we assume that that Homer's a good goalie. You're playing for the development team, playing for Chicago in the USHL. Um, I think, actually, um, Chris Mayotte recruited another goalie, top-notch goalie. And I think he was originally supposed to come in this year, but they pushed it back, which makes sense. So, uh, because you know, I'm pretty sure that you know, Caden Embarico is going to get most of the most of the reps in net. So you want guys to play. You know, how about Denver, got... Paul? How about Denver? We know who the starter is going to be, but how about the backup in Denver? Well, that's uh, again, we don't know. Matt Davis is going to take over the starting role. We're pretty certain I'm on that. I'm sure that Jack Caruso will be the backup goalie, right? Allowing uh, a freshman recruit to get his feet wet. But, you know, I mean, 
again. How about the how about the depth at Omaha behind Simon? Well, again, Lacozzi's going to get most of the reps. Uh, you'll see. I assume that you'll see Jake Kucharski get a game here and there, uh, especially early in the season. But I, I think for the most part, obviously, Lacozzi is going to. Uh, get the lion's share of the games, just like in Barrico. Oh, the lion's share. I was just going to ask you about that. How about those Lindenwood Lions? Trent Burnham looks oh, to gonna, have the lion's he's gonna, share. He's, he's going to have it's his net. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. You know, last year there were a, a lot of veteran goaltenders on that team. This year he's the only one. Uh, everybody else will be freshmen. So, uh, and he did have out. a stint in the, uh, Development camp of the St. Louis Blues, so yeah, so I that can't sure. hurt. Again, if Burnham's not getting the majority of the games for Lindenwood, that's not a good sign. Okay, wild wild card on this one, Augustana. We know nothing about their goaltenders, do we? <sighs> do we really know anything about them at all? <laughs> no, not much, not much. We know their head coach is awesome. And uh, gave us a great interview. You know, we know that, uh, right? I mean, you know, Augustan has got has got two freshman goalies and uh, a transfer from Bowling Green and Zach Rose, who played a total of thirty two games over four years. Okay, as long and as we're you, going around the horn, we got. You would assume that he would at least start with. We'll get most of the games. You would think so. You would think. Okay, so let's uh, go to Alaska, Anchorage and Fairbanks. They, Fairbanks had some terrific goaltending. Both of them did, actually. But I think uh, Anchorage has got a pretty good guy coming back, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you know. that They hid pretty well last year, by the way. Well, you mean Jared Whale? Yeah. Now, I'm sure that, well, Joey Lamaru might get, might get some runs. Being a transfer from St. Cloud, he might, but but Jared Whale was was really unbelievable, and he was kind of a hidden gem for the Sea Wolves. Well, listen, he, I, I didn't, you know, most of the games he played is against ASU. He, he you know, um, but you know they had a three headed monster in net last year too. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, you would like I said, you would think that. They might split the net up there in Anchorage this year, um, kind of like they did last year. Maybe Whale gets a few more games, but um, we'll have to see how that goes. And in terms of Fairbanks, young roster, I mean, young goalies. Um, we, you know, they get a, a transfer in from Michigan State in in uh, Pierce Charlson who only played, hasn't played 20 games in three years. So, you know, and and not all of them were starts. Yeah, good point. It takes some time. You got to develop. So, anyway, lots of stuff to keep our eyes on. Uh, as I said, this week, Wednesday will be the NCHC Media Day. I will be there. And um, Paul and I will be back tomorrow night to bring you college hockey coast to coast. I am working on a guest, Paul, so hopefully That's, we have a guest for tomorrow nice. and for Tuesday night. Here's hoping. 
All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Live on the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network has been brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Okay, Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. NCAA Hockey Resource, that is College Hockey, Inc. You want to know what's going on in college hockey and how to get a hold of people? That's where you go. Caesars Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. FedEx. Simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. And by Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask is live every week on the Podbean app and available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download at your favorite podcast platform. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, to find any of our shows. Subscribe, rate, and review the shows, or just tell a friend to help others find the podcast. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will do my best to see if Heather, Michael, and Sam can maybe squeeze out a little extra swag for one Paul Hornstein. Uh, yeah, I assume I'll get it when I get all the other swag. <laughs> I may put it in a box and mail it to you this week. No, you won't. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, thinking about I'll it. believe it when I when it come, when I when it's on my doorstep. I'll believe it. Until then. All right. Uh, we'll see you tonight, little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.